All righty, here comes the postgame report from Charlotte, and we have good news this week. The Minnesota Vikings beat the Carolina Panthers 21-13, to and uh, the defense was the identity of a game. Justin Jefferson did catch two touchdowns, uh, but Kirk Cousins threw a pick six. He had a couple of interceptions. Kirk came through when it mattered most, kind of like what Kevin O'Connell will say, we need you to be your best when your best is required. That's what Kirk was, but uh, the defense stole the show today. Five sacks, three by Harrison Smith. First time he's had three sacks in a game in his career, and today was game 169 for the Hitman. And the first defensive touchdown of D.J. Wanham's career, Vikes win 21-13. And you, you, see, you hear all those numbers, and you realize that there was, you know, D.J. Wanham almost had two touchdowns, right? He almost comes down with the ball. But defensively, I think the story of the game is Marcus Davenport and his impact. And, again, it, it, it's not – it's the it's the whole being greater than the sum of the parts meaning Davenport is is a very flexible type of a player he can pat you heard DJ want him after the game he can rush inside he can rush outside he got one of his big pressures rushing from the inside a sack that got Carolina out of the out of field goal range on a long loop long developing front stunt and him looping and using his speed so that tool, I'm excited about how Brian Flores can use him and use what his his abilities are because I think that's kind of the secret to what Flores has been doing, and that's putting people in position to succeed. Right, Harry, Harrison Smith walked up to that line of scrimmage a ton of times today, but it wasn't until really the end of the game that they started sending him more consistently, you know, as an adjustment to to formations and a number of other things. So Harry was able to make obviously the force fumble touchdown was was the biggest impact, but. Overall, as a group, they really started making plays. Peter, do do defensive games like this, when everything is so new with the Brian Flores blitzing, and you know, I, I there was a report in the or, or a stat in the Chargers game, the Vikings blitzed eighty-two percent of the time in that game, and it was like the most times a team had blitzed during a game in X amount of not years, decades. So clearly, everything is new with this defense, but now four games into it. It, it seems they're beginning to pick up the nuance of it more. The question is, it, can this be infectious when the collective 11 get it? I think so, and I think the results from today, you know, the fact that the defense really is what won the game today. Defense won the day despite them being on the field for a vast majority of the time, somewhere around 40 minutes, if not more. Um, you know, Paul, and then, you know, it, it's just – they can see the evolution of what Flores wants to do. That last sack by Harrison Smith was only a four-man rush. It just happened to be that Harrison Smith rushed like a defensive end and was able to beat Equanu around the edge. So he was a speed He was a defensive lineman technically mm. on that play. So the fact that they can all understand that Flores has a plan for each of them and if they can execute, they can make big plays, splashy plays, I think these guys have to be unbelievably excited. Here are the thoughts of Kevin O'Connell via his press conference from Charlotte following the Vikings' first win of the year. All right, um, you know, really excited for our team. Um, something that uh, just felt good, again, to, um, you know, hear those guys in the locker room post-game, um, you know, celebrating a victory on the road um, when, uh, you know, all our team has done all year long, regardless of the result, is just... Uh, continue to trust in their preparation, uh, con continue to lean in even more um, on each other. And, and uh, you know, the type of game it was today, 
Um, huge complimentary football from our defense, uh, you know, picking us up, you know, had another low, low red touch, touchdown or uh, interception that, uh, you know, resulted directly into points early. And those guys fought off that feeling of, uh, you know, woe is me or here we go again. We just weren't going to have it. Um, and we found a way to piece together a complimentary win against, you know, a good young team and, uh, you know, a team that, uh, you know, flies around out there. And they were trying to get their first win as well. Um, but can't say enough about, you know, Flo and his group, the way they were on the field a lot. It was a hot, hot day. They were on the field a lot. Um, and when we had to have them, um, Harrison Smith, just unbelievable performance today. Um, does not surprise me one bit. He's somebody who I lean on constantly. Um, one of my all-time favorites. And uh, when we had to have it, he was at his best today among, among a lot of other uh, of our defensive performance or performers. Um, that uh, was really exciting. Offensively, uh, at one point before the four-minute drive there at the end, only 40 plays. Uh, was proud of our run game again. Um, guys were leaning on those guys up front. Got Alex going. It was good to see Cam uh, come in, and I think he had an impact there. Nice little one-two punch uh, from those guys. Um, physicality in the run game. Um, and then we were just, you know, as far as some of those third-down conversions, we've got to uh, find a way to, you know, JJ one-on-one -on -one there towards the end. We got to find a way to give him a chance to, to make a play on the ball. Um, and then we were real close on TJ over the middle, just close in our drop back game. And uh, when you are running it well, um, you're going to have some of these third manageables that we've got to find a way to keep uh, to sustain drive, stay on the field, and then get right back into how we want to play. But a lot of things we can go back and, and, and correct, and, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pour into this tape and make sure that we continue to improve uh, as a team, and, and quite honestly, um, we need to have a great performance next week back at home in front of our fans. Um, and our players are going to go back to work to w this, uh, this week, uh, re regardless of this result, and go continue to just chase improvement and know uh, that our best football is continuing to be out in front of us. How much is this kind of what you envisioned for Harrison Smith and this defense yeah. and this type of performance? Um, I could remember, you know, talking to Flo the first time I ever sat down with him uh, last, uh, you know, last winter, whenever it was, and uh, you know, as we started talking about the possibilities and, and uh, that safety group as a whole, you know, we were okay. It was an exciting conversation that all centered around uh, number 22 and getting him around the line of scrimmage, getting him involved in the rush. Uh, getting his hands on balls and coverage, making plays in space, tackling. Um, he's been doing it for his whole career, and, and it's just good to see him uh, back in positions uh, to make huge plays to impact football games. What was it about? I guess what was it about Harrison that kind of led Brian to the top? That's the first thing that comes up because he's kind of the, the term. Well, I just think you you know when you first sit down, you start talking scheme, you start talking you know philosophy, and and all, like so many of the bullet points that he was mentioning reminded me of Harrison Smith. You know, toughness, uh, attack mode, um, being able to handle um, a lot of versatility within your <laughs> within your role. Um, to be, you know, to make it as hard as you possibly can on offense, and then how it pairs together with the other ten. That's maybe the most exciting thing. It's just how much he's running the show out there, paired with Jordan, uh, making sure that uh, you know whatever group we're in, uh, whatever check call we have, if we're playing it, if we're checking out of it, those guys are all on the same page, and, and he makes it all go. He was saying that he didn't feel like in the first three games that he was a difference maker per se in his mind, I guess. Yeah. And today, obviously, he was. Um, did. Do you think it just took a little bit of time to get himself where he needed to be, or is it just the way that this game worked? Or I mean, obviously you're a better team when he is one. Yeah, I think, and 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 I totally agree with you. Uh, we're 
we're the best possible version of the Minnesota Vikings defensively when Harrison Smith is an impact player. And we're going to continue uh, to try to put him in positions to do so. Um, but he is selfless. He'll do whatever we ask him to do. But I hope he's okay with that being a lot of, uh, a lot of positions to go make plays. And uh, speaking of which, it was absolutely awesome to have Marcus Davenport uh, back in the game. You could feel him um, in the run game, on the edges. Uh, and then just part of that rush group, you know, with, with Daniil, DJ, DJ had a sack, and what a big fumble return uh, to take it back uh, the other way. Uh, we got our bounce, uh, finally, to uh, bounce right up in his lap, and he made the rest happen. Um, and, then, and then just you know, the way we can tie in the Russian coverage together, um, try to confuse people, uh, whether they're trying to block it all up or they're trying to get everybody out, um, just keep people off balance. I thought the way we were kind of able to stop the run on some early downs, that's so a good team running the football behind a good offensive line. Um, and kind of forced some of those passing situations, allowed us uh, to, to really fall into some premium ops for flow to turn those guys loose a little bit. Was Davenport's workload kind of what you envisioned or did you, as the game no, went on? No, yeah, like it was, was kind of, you know, we were going to work backwards uh, really early on, third downs, and making sure he was in on some of those premium ops. And then once he was good, uh, I think his workload started to ramp up a little bit. thought Coach Pett did a great job uh, really managing that and, and, and really working with flow. Uh, you know, and Flo did a great job on a hot day, kind of rolling some of those guys. We, you know, played dang near everybody, um, you know, to manage, you know, kind of a, those conditions and, and keep on playing good defense. Kevin, that drive after DJ gets a scoop and score, how important was it for the offense to get seven? And, and what does it say about Justin? He was the guy who's kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, I thought it was a, a great example of situational football there, um, kind of a, a chance to. Uh, chance to kind of potentially have a free play there when they jumped and our guys took advantage of it and uh, Kirk knew right where he was going with the ball uh, once he confirmed the flag came out uh, just absolutely dotted that ball to Justin in a one-on-one -on -one, uh, which was a huge play you know but it really started again with with uh, a run you know a couple good runs and then we tried to catch them in a play pass they play shell coverage like they did a lot of the day Kirk checks it down Cam Akers gets nine you know, and I thought he got the first down, and quite honestly, uh, you know, was surprised to see it go second and one there. But then uh, we make a big play on the, you know, on the play there for kind of a free play type look. But I thought it was a big uh, play, as was, uh, you know, our touchdown drive in the first half. We had turned it over, you know, they turned it right into seven points, um, you know, and, and we knew we could move the football. Um, I think we had, you know, before that four minute, I mean, we're having still six and a half yards of play called. Uh, we just need more ops, and we need to make uh, just a few more opportunities happen on uh, on some of these third downs. Um, our run game gets going like that. You know, earned first downs gives you opportunities to play pass, keep or screen, or just keep hammering the run. So we just need uh, more opportunities and to possess the football uh, a little bit more. On that touchdown, the, the longer one adjustment, was that the free play just going to him because the free play, or was that where the read was probably going to go? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where we've got um, verticals on both sides. Uh, it's kind of a predetermined deal. So regardless um, of whether they were offsides or not, probably? Uh, if, 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 uh, if they're not offsides in that moment, uh, you know, that ball's not getting snapped and we'll let it run all the way down. Okay. It's really just a scenario. Uh, we're trying to take advantage of. Thought it was great cadence. Uh, Kirk used his voice even on the road in that moment. Um, and really, we're, we're, just, we're just trying to get you know everyone, crowd included, in a little bit of a lull right there, so he could use some cadence. And if, if there's even a remote possibility of somebody jumping, it's going to be a free uh, a free throw up to you know the best receiver in football. You guys basically give up six points 
offensively or defensively, and 10, I suppose, 10 to 13 are off turnovers. How much of a statement is that just for this defense as they try to build confidence and get their footing under? Yeah, I think, scheme? Ben, I think it's huge. Um, and I also think it's huge for the offense to understand we cannot do those things um, and, and what, what caused them, uh, how we could have executed better. Um, but then it's a huge thing for team building um, when the defense says, you know what, I got your back, and they go out there and they make some critical, critical plays. Um, you know, got us the ball back uh, for a chance at a two-minute drive there at the end of the first half, and we're moving it, we're moving it um, quick. You know, you know, in a breakdown there, and 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 all of a sudden, um, you know, they're coming. We put the defense right back out there. They hit a long field goal. It's the exact kind of middle eight loss of momentum um, that has really hurt us early on in the year, and the defense was able to once again. Uh, go out there and, and get some stops there in the third quarter and allow us to get that kind of drive there, touchdown throw to J.J. and, and pairing it with the Wanham fumble recovery. That's what won the football game. Seems like Akers and Madison will have a similar split going forward. Did they play well? Yeah, I think they really did. And, and uh, Cam's done a great job coming in, absorbing it. Uh, I still have a lot of strong feelings for Ty Chandler. It's uh, a nice change of pace as well. Uh, feel really good about that running back room. Uh, really do. Uh, but Alex Madison, you could feel him. You know, he, he seems to just get stronger and stronger and stronger with carry, with each individual carry. And then to have Cam to kind of give him a blow, keep both those guys fresh, it's kind of how I envisioned it. Maybe sprinkle tie in, in here and there to get a little bit of that, you know, 437 out there as well. So we've got versatility in that running back room. I think the tight ends and, and how we can get big with people. And, uh, you know, the way Josh and TJ block on the edges paired with. The way we're, you know, we've, you know, there's been a lot of immediate improvement uh, in how we're running the football too. The way those combinations are working, we're getting dense in the front um, and taking people, double teams, taking people to the second level. Um, they played a lot of five down against us to try to discourage some of the runs maybe we hit last week against the Chargers. So we kind of adjusted a little bit and we're able to still, um, you know, get some really quality run game going today. How do, you, how do you evaluate Kirk's game? Yeah, I just, you know, I think not a, not a ton of opportunities. Um, and, and that second interception, uh, he's trying to give uh, Jordan Addison a chance, you know, on a first down right there, uh, kind of into the end zone, and, and then we'll reset it from there. I'm trying to make a play, and, and I think we just got, you know, beat pretty, pretty immediately at, at, you know, maybe right guard there. Um, so we'll take a look at that. I, I was, you know, I was disappointed in the first one. You know, he's, we're driving it down there. We did score, um, you know, on a on a big grouping play pass, and and the holding call brings that back. We overcome it all the way to get a manageable at, at just about the five yard line right there, uh, core play. And um, I think he thought he could kind of sneak it into the flat as his first read, um, but um, coverage look all the way, chance to progress in rhythm, um, and I know he'll do those things, um, but. Uh, our main goal today was we wanted to start fast, um, which we were in the you know we were in the midst of doing, um, and then what an ultimate momentum changer there um, when you've kind of had your way down the field and then they end up with seven points. Um, so uh, tough to swallow early on in the game, but I thought it was a great test of our guys just continuing to play, com continuing to not flinch um, and allow um, a critical critical play like that to kind of snowball. Um, but. Um, we'll continue to improve on offense. I love where our running game is right now. We'll continue to build around that and uh, you know, chase some third down execution in the pitch and catch world uh, to ultimately stay on the field, extend drives, and apply pressure uh, to the other side. Last one. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Alexander Madison, 17 runs, 95 yards. He went for five and a half a clip. Cam Akers, welcome to the Covenant, by the way. Five runs, 40 yards. So he's at eight yards per run. Uh, Akers also caught a couple of passes. What'd you think? I love the way Cam Akers runs the ball. And and like we said, it it seems like he's just getting right back on the bike when it comes to this offense. And what I do love is he he just takes a pause, lets that thing develop, and then he's north and south. And I think, you know, that that made Madison get more north and south. It was a quick-hitting run game. We tried some counters and powers and some other things, but those longer developing runs, don't I don't think, suit us in what we have up front. But this downhill running game was very, very effective today, well over 100 yards rushing. And that's what you need on the road, right? You need at certain times to be able to move, just move the chains and burn the clock. You're holding on to a one-score lead in the fourth quarter on the road. That's 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 when you need your running game. And, you know, it showed up big, and it opened up some play-action passes. It did some other things for this offense. So it's great to see that the, the running game is, is, is lively again and relevant. So the Vikings finished with 135 rushing yards. Now into the Kansas City game next Sunday. They still have no rushing TDs this season, but back-to-back games with well over 100 rushing yards. Uh, that seems to be heading the right way. Behind a Minnesota moving company that for a, a fourth consecutive game went Darasaw Cleveland make that third consecutive game. Schlotman at center with Bradbury out again. Ed Ingram at right guard. Brian O'Neill at right tackle. Dalton Reisner in uniform but uh, not starting and uh, not playing on the offensive line. No, he's not. And, and, you know, we'll see how that all turns out. I mean, you have a guy there in Reisner that's able to come in at any time. But I think the only the only thing that needs to be examined closely is this that deep red zone, Paul, when we're in that five-yard line area. And do we feel good enough yet about the run to just stay after it? I don't care if it's third down, just stay after it. You know, keep pounding the ball on the ground because that's where we've made a lot of our mistakes is in that red zone passing game. Big mistakes, the interceptions for touchdowns and, the you know, some other things. So um, we're watching this offense still evolve, but uh, the red zone part of it has is an equation that they need to figure out still. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins finished the game with a couple of TDs to J.J., uh, two interceptions. One was a 99-yard pick six. And uh, while only throwing for 139 yards, he made some very key completions at the end of the game to keep the ball away from Carolina. Definitely was a big part at the end of the Vikings' eight-point victory. Let's hear from number eight following the game via the press conference. Huge to get a win any way we can get it. Um, you know, very, very frustrating to throw that interception. Um, you know, uh, poor read. And then when you're late to the flat, you know, then the ball's left inside when you're late. And it was a, you know, then it compounds. And then obviously the place on the field, he's able to take it back for a touchdown. Um, so very disappointing play by me. Um, and then just got to give a lot of credit to our defense for the way that they kept us in the game, made plays, scored a touchdown. Um, you know, created pressure. Harrison Smith was phenomenal uh, pressure in. Um, you know, obviously Bryce is very good. You know, when there is a free runner of making a miss, and Harrison was able to uh, hold on and bring him to the ground a couple times. It's not an easy play to make. Um, you know, we um, made some explosive plays here and there. Um, you know, got to be sustaining drives more. Um, you know, didn't didn't stay on the field enough. I feel like starting fast is is a point of emphasis now, and I felt like we did start fast. I felt like we got down to the, you know, one yard line or, or whatever it was inside the five, and then, you know, thought we scored, and then had a couple penalties, and then and then obviously the interception. So, 
it was good to see us move the football, you know, in that opening drive, but, um, you know, can't have it end the way it did. Um, so, you know, glad to win. And then there's obviously a lot that, uh, that you look back and say, man, I, I got to be better, you know, and uh, we got to be better. And, uh, and that's kind of my thoughts. So I ain't taking any questions yet. How does Kevin address a play like that? Does he come up to you right away? Does he save it for later? How do you process? Yeah, Kevin's always been great with, you know, when the negative plays happen, when the mistakes happen. He's always been great with, like, staying positive and, uh, um, you know, understanding, you know, it's a hard position, stuff's going to happen. So he was great. You know, Chris O'Hara was great. Nick Mullins was great. Um, you know, I, I know exactly what happened. There was really no mystery. You know, as I'm sprinting to try to go tackle him, I'm thinking, you know, I could tell you right now what happened. It just, uh, um, you know, you hate you hate the outcome. You hate the you hate how how it played out. How much was the second one? You're waiting for Jordan, kind of on the wheel. Yeah. And I don't know if the safety was open. But I, I guess take us through the second one if you can. Yeah, I was just trying. I was just looking at the corner, and once the corner vacated, I was trying to uh, put it out to Jordan, and my arm got hit. And just you know, it's hard to know when your arm's going to get hit, or if it does get hit, where it's going to go. So uh, that was one more that I I don't walk off the field with the same level of disappointment or frustration, um, being mad at myself on that one as I do on the first one where you're like, hey, there, there's no – I think it's a touchdown to KJ if I'm faster. I think it's a touchdown to TJ if I let the, the you know, safety jump the flat. I saw the safety put hands on TJ, so I'm thinking, all right, I get to the flat. Well, I'm late to the flat now, so the safety can cover both. If I just let him make his decision and work off of him, I think we have a touchdown to one of those two. I just got to be quicker to the flat or wait a tick for TJ. How big was that drive? You're up 14-13 after you get a scoop and score, stop them, and it makes gives you some comfortability a little bit, eight-point lead. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that was big. For our defense to get us the momentum back as, as Carolina was driving to then turn into seven points for us, and then um, and then we were able to go down, you know, and hit the go ball to Justin. I mean, those were big drives, big plays. and. Most of the time, you know, in this league, the, the games tend to come down to a few plays you can point to that you say those were those were weighty downs and had a big impact on the outcome. I remember you talked in the week one interception, kind of moving from TJ to KJ yeah. in the progression. Yeah. What, what is the the fine line there of getting yeah. the timing right of going through your progressions in a way that works? I mean, it's every play. You know, every single play, you're basically saying yes, no to every every time you go through progression. So, you know, you're not going to bat a thousand. You'd love to bat a thousand. Um, you kind of try to hold yourself to that standard, but. Um, you know, we've obviously paid the price here on a few, um, on a couple really, two, one in week one and, and then this week, um, you know. And then there's others where you didn't pull the trigger and we're coming to the sideline, it's like, hey, you got you to gotta take that, you know. So it goes both ways too. Um, um, so, but that, that, that one, that one, you know, really bothered me, really bothered me, frustrated me. And uh, that's where you have to keep playing and you have to just keep going. And, and, um, and we were able to do that today. Obviously, your job to go after the guy when he's coming yeah. down the field. But was some of the the way you're chasing after him just motivated by frustration there? Uh, yeah, I mean, you you know, you always say, "What's important now?" Well, I just threw an interception. He's probably takes back a touchdown. So, what's important now? Don't let him do that. So, also, you have pride, right? You don't want to be slow. So, it's like set the right angle, try to set, make him cut back to maybe somebody else. Um, you know, he had a bit of a of a cavalry leading him, but I thought, you know, maybe I can go low and, you know, try to get him off out of bounds or whatever. But uh, obviously, he made a good play, and um, and it was uh, it was very disappointing. Historically, one team's only made it out of an 0-4 hole. You avoid that by winning today. How big was that? And 
how, how much does that help your salvage of the season, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, regardless, you, you got to play your schedule and just stay the course. Um, but certainly at some point, you got to start stacking up wins. And, uh, and so it was, it was, every one of them is important. You know, and I go back to last year, we created some breathing room with the way we were, you know, 10 and 2 or whatever we were. You still didn't feel like you had created breathing room. You feel like, you know, we got to lock up this division. We're running out of weeks. So I don't know that your record ever can be good enough where you feel like you're doing what you need to be doing. And I think sometimes the opposite is also true, where no matter how many losses you have, you know there's still a lot to play for and you can fight your way back. So we're somewhere in the middle, and um, we got we got to find ways to get wins whenever we can. On a longer touchdown to Justin, yeah. you're not snapping that unless they jump, is that basically? Yeah, they uh, they flinched there, and Austin snapped it. And so, you know, there's also it wasn't a huge flinch, so you're also kind of trying to make sure that we, we are getting the flags. You don't want to put the ball in harm's way. But Justin was one-on-one, -on -one and... You know, again, you go back and you evaluate, like, I threw a driven ball, but you're saying, should I put more air on it? Should I drive it? Like, these are all the things you're going to go back and watch the tape and talk about. Um, uh, but obviously, Justin has to make a play for us there. You know, he has to come down with it. It's, you know, tight coverage. And then, um, uh, you know, it becomes a big play in the game, you know, to go from basically, you know, no snap to, uh, to six points. Have you pulled off many of those on the road? Well, we did against Philly, and Fletcher Cox jumped, and we threw it to, uh, to Justin. We just... Uh, um, it was a free play, and it just was thrown a little far. And um, and then, you know, last week uh, Brandon Staley took a timeout. You know, we were doing it. So, um, um, you know, it's 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 situational. You know, it's, it's situational management is a big deal. They come up in every game, and um, it's hard. It's hard to stay on top of all these situations. But it's what we got to do. What did you see out of your teammates on defense after after the deficit was created and coming coming out in the third quarter and the way they were able to? get a ball to bounce in their direction. Yeah, I mean, I think they just stayed the course and kept playing, and that's what you have to believe is, like, you don't know what's going to happen, and we've lived that, right, in this in this season. You just don't know what the next play is going to bring, so stay the course and stay ultra-focused and uh, believe someone's going to make a play, and until it says zero, you know, I believe there's still enough time. You felt a difference with the run game the last two weeks? Yeah, it's it's been good. I mean, it's been really good. I, I think it's been encouraging, you know, the way we run the football. Um, because it's one thing to have an explosive run here or there, but if you're getting negative runs or zero-yard runs, it's not sustainable. And I think what we've had is the five-yard runs, the six-yard runs, the ten-yard runs, and then been able to make that repeatable. And when you can do that, that's where I think you really can impact the game and, and lean on it. And uh, Kevin, got to give him a lot of credit for, you know, really leaning on the run game. And then I got to give a lot of credit to, you know, our, our scheme and the, the guys blocking and Alex and Cam and people running, um, you know, because it's, I think for us to dig out of this hole, as you were talking about, you know, our ability to run the football last two weeks, I think it's really encouraging. Cam was talking about getting the confidence from you guys, showing what he can do game-wise. Yeah. yeah. How about that today for him? He was great. He, he was hilarious. He, uh, he's in the locker room, like, talking to himself, like, come on, Cam, you got this. And he just, he was really good for morale. And then he gets in the game. I had never played with him, right? He's just been practiced. So he's in the huddle and he's doing the same thing. I call it run. He's like, you got this, Cam. Like, and it was awesome. I was like, this guy's really good for morale. And then uh, we called a pass, and I thought he probably won't. He did it again. He's like, we got this. Like, let's. So, anyways, I just I really appreciate his morale. Sometimes you're in the fight, and it's it's a heavy weighty deal. And when you get you know, when Cam was in there, it was like, I like this guy. This guy's bringing good energy to our huddle and to the line of scrimmage. So I can roll with this. So that was that was awesome. All right, thanks, guys.
Thank you, Kirk. So the Vikings win 21-13, and they get Kansas City next Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium. For Pete Bursich, I'm Paul Allen. That is the post-game report following a Vikings victory at Vikings.com.